And welcome to Muslim Money. I'm your host, Imran. In this podcast series, we're going to be talking about anything and everything related to Muslims and money. We're going to be talking about some of the prohibitions, namely riba, or what many interpret as interest. We're going to be talking about Islamic economics, Islamic finance, Islamic finance products, product structuring, and also the industry at large. We're also going to be talking about money and relationships, so pretty much everything and anything related to Muslims and money. The idea behind this podcast came about from discussions I've had during my studies and also working in the industry. But in particular, while I was writing my book called A Comparative Study of Islamic Finance in Australia and the UK, published by Rootledge, and it's part of the Islamic Finance series, so definitely look out for that. Let's be honest, not many people are going to pick up a book on Islamic Finance and read it. So on this podcast, we're going to be discussing some of the themes that came out of this book. In the book, I talk about the practical challenges faced by the Islamic finance industry, and I compare the Australian experience to developments in the UK. Essentially, the question that I'm interested in is how do Muslims living as a minority in Australia and the UK in the West negotiate Islamic, essentially Islamic doctrine in secular societies? And I focus on one aspect of this negotiation, um, which is the prohibition of riba. And this question kind of stemmed from my own personal experience and that of many of my friends that, you know, growing up in Australia and growing up in the West, you know, you're trying to stay on the dean and you have this prohibition of riba. And so the question is, you know, what do you do? What do you do? Um, do you get a home loan? Do you not? Uh, do you go with Islamic finance? Do you not? Do you get a credit card? So the book essentially unpacks a lot of these questions and explores the kind of the differences on how do people interpret the riba and the question of how do Muslims live in a society that's heavily reliant on interest and conventional banking and finance, but at the same time, you know, try to stick to the deen or adhere to Islamic principles and guidelines. In the book, I've interviewed shayukh, different imams um, from both here and, and the UK, uh, various Muslim professionals, university students, Islamic banking professionals to get real-life accounts of how Muslims in Australia and the UK practically deal with conventional banking and finance products. You know, whether people go with home loans, savings accounts, credit cards, you know, whether they go with Islamic finance and those that go with Islamic finance, is it religion that's dr- driving them or is, it a, or is it economic factors or a combination of both? So what makes this podcast different is that although I've studied Islamic finance, I've also worked in the industry for over 10 years and in a whole range of different sectors, from microfinance, setting up Islamic microfinance programs to Islamic capital markets and working on sukuk bonds. And now it's what I'm doing in Islamic property and construction financing. So this podcast will draw on my academic experience, but also as a practitioner and hopefully provide a first-hand account of the complexities associated with structuring Islamic finance products in non-Muslim jurisdictions. We'll be exploring uh, profit and, and, and loss type structures, equity structures like mudaraba, musharaka, wakala, and look at some of the positive and negatives of, of using these structures. And we'll also be looking at more you know, debt-like structures or what we call sale-based structures like sukuk bonds, ijara muntahib tamlik, um, which is common in home financing. Uh, and these types of structures and using them as case studies and looking at some of the tangible barriers to product development. So we're looking at tax and kind of regulatory hurdles, but also exploring uh, some of the non-tangible barriers. If you look at, you know, the rise of Islamophobia and how that has an impact on the growth of the Islamic finance industry. 
So hopefully I'll combine both my academic and industry experience in this podcast. Um, I certainly do not consider myself to be an expert. The industry is constantly evolving and there are always so many moving parts, different things to learn. It's constantly evolving and changing. So what's going to make this podcast different is that we're going to be unpacking a whole range of issues and have an open and frank discussion about it. We've also got interviews lined up with a bunch of industry experts, which will give us some really, really interesting insights. Last but not least, I just want to mention that we'll be recording on Aboriginal land. So before I start this project, I'd just like to pay my respects to the traditional owners of the land here in uh, Sydney, the Gadigal of the Aura Nation, and pay my respect to the elders, both past, present and emerging. So bismillah, let's get started, and I really hope you enjoy the series. <laughs>